Welcome to the Healing Circle Podcast, where we talk about everything mental health, faith, and relationships. Though this show is hosted by a licensed therapist, that's me, Kobe, I am not your therapist. These amazing conversations are meant to provide psych education and start some good conversation, but they're not meant to be a substitute for real therapy services. We're excited to learn, grow, and talk with you guys. So let's jump into today's episode. I'm Kobe and welcome back to the Healing Circle podcast. I'm Kobe, a licensed trauma therapist, and I answer your questions and concerns about mental health. Today's listener has a question about relationships. Let's hear what she has to say. Dear Kobe, as a Christian who stumbled into sin after a significant trauma, how do I press on and walk boldly in the freedom? with the grace that I've received when I know that the person that I hurt in my sin is still struggling and completely stuck. Thank you so much. Hmm. So this listener mentioned that after a trauma, they really hurt somebody, which I think is really powerful to acknowledge. Oftentimes the content that we consume on social media, on podcasts, um, really anywhere is about us being the person who's experienced the harm, but it's rarely about us being the person who has harmed. So I believe that this message is so brave and thank you so much for calling in because more than we would like to admit, we're on both sides. There is nuance. There is a space where we are in the middle and we are both the person who harmed somebody and hurt somebody and the person who was deeply harmed. And I think it takes a lot of humility to acknowledge that in any way, shape, or form. This person shared that uh, they're a Christian. And I think that really matters in my response. For those of you who don't know, I have a master's in Christian counseling. So I have no problem answering this question at all and love to share with my fellow brothers and sisters in Christ. I would say this. Well, one, what your relationship experienced is called a rupture. A rupture is a break in connection between two people caused by an action. In this case, the action was what this person did. And the rupture is the sense of disconnection between those two people. That's something that we all experience. Ruptures are something we all experience. Repair is not. Repair is not. We all experience rupture. We don't all experience repair. Repair is so important. And I think sometimes we become so concerned with repair internally that we forget and just don't know how to repair with other people interpersonally. So one, I think it's okay for you to forgive yourself. I think it's okay for you to say, you know, God gives me grace. I'm giving myself grace. I forgive myself. God has forgiven me. But the truth is that doesn't mean the other person has forgiven you. And it doesn't mean that even if they have forgiven you, that they want to reconcile with you, which means starting a new relationship with you. So one, I think that's the first step is to ask, does this person want to reconcile with me? Are there any amends that I need to make? Is there anything wrong that I've done that I need to correct? If I've already corrected, if I acknowledge my wrong, if I've shared with them my remorse and I've shared with them um, that I don't plan on doing it again and that I recognize that I've hurt them, you know, all the things, taking responsibility, 
Well, now it's about repair and repair depends on whether that person wants to reconcile with you. Does that person want to rekindle a relationship with you? Um, And this is true for people in marriage. Does that person, even if we're still legally married, does that person want to re-enter into the same form of intimacy or restore the same form of intimacy that was broken by my actions? Um, And repair, let's define that. Repair is about the person who has caused harm taking action to repair and restore connection in the relationship. This is about the person who has caused harm taking action to restore connection in the relationship. This is really important because it can be more traumatizing when the burden of repair comes on the person who was wounded. And when I say repair, I'm not talking about repair in here. I'm talking about repair interpersonally. So the person who's harmed, their primary responsibility is to repair what's broken in here. It's to make space for that in therapy, to let God do that, whatever, to repair in here. And the person who caused the harm, obviously their responsibility is also to repair in here, but their responsibility is also to initiate the repair through amends interpersonally in the relationship. So when I listened to this, I was like, oh, I think there's some good questions that I have asked myself, that Kyle has asked me, that I have used with my clients that I think will help people who have harmed other people repair relationship. So I'm going to share those with you. I have them right here. One, what can I do to help you feel safe around me again? What can I do to help you feel safe around me again? Because oftentimes at the core of any rupture is a lack of safety. It doesn't always have to be physical safety. Sometimes it's, I just don't feel emotionally safe celebrating around you. I don't feel emotionally safe being silly around you. What can that person do? Now, that does not mean the person's response is going to be, you can do A, B, C, D, E, F, G. The answer at the moment may be nothing. And we have to be able to accept that. The answer at the moment may be nothing. And it may be at the moment and it may be into the future as well. But either way, our job is to ask and to make space for us to show up as ones who've hurt people and repair the relationship. Second question, how did what I did affect you? Sometimes we do the thing where we want to like pseudo acknowledge the ways we've hurt people. That looks like, I know I really hurt you. And then the person goes into detail and says, yeah, because it brought up this and you told me this. And we're like, yeah, 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 I know I hurt you. I know I really broke your heart. I know. And what that is, is we're bypassing the nuance of how our actions have affected another person. And part of safety is letting that person be as angry at us as they need to be. Does that mean that we allow space for abuse verbally, mentally, emotionally, physically? No, we do not. But that person does have a right to say or express, I feel really hurt by you. I feel really sad. I feel really disappointed. I feel really frustrated by the way that you said this or did this or didn't do this, right? Our job is to make them know that we, if we want the relationship, that we want this relationship to work and that we are willing to do the work. And that doesn't negate the fact that we are forgiven by ourselves and by God, right? 
Third question, what's the best way for me to interact with you today? Healing is not linear, not when it comes to long-term childhood healing and not when it comes to relational ruptures either. So what we can't do is say, well, I did this with you yesterday and you were fine. Every day is different. And we can't anticipate how the moments that we hurt people now are going to interact with the moments of their future. So maybe they say, I felt safe around you for a moment. And then I realized maybe actually I don't feel safe around you because I didn't realize that you had this pattern or that you would respond this way, right? How, rather, what's the best way for me to interact with you today? How can I interact with you today? What's the best way? And their answer again might be, I just don't want to be around you. We have to be able to accept that. Also, I think some like one of the more difficult answers is when the answer is, I want you to spend time with me. Rebuilding intimacy, spending time with someone who has felt immensely hurt by you is really hard because it it brings to the front of mind all the ways that we have really, really hurt them because we get to be with them in their sadness that we in some ways caused right? Still, if we want the relationship, this is what repair looks like. Four, what role do you want me to play in your healing? Again, the answer might be nothing. Leave me alone. Get out my face. We have to accept that. Or the answer might be, I would really like to have lunch with you once a week, or I need my space from you, but I really would like to maintain date night. I need my space from you, But I do want you to come with me to this gala because I would love for you to be there. Feelings are not singular. So many of them interact at the same time. You know, people say two things can be true. Many things can be true at the same time. Someone can be deeply frustrated by us and hurt by us and still feel like we are their best person, their favorite person, the person they feel most safe with. There's nuance in every single situation. And so I think those four questions are questions if we are the one who's hurt somebody else, how we can repair the relationship. But then also, I think what was at the core of this message was this person saying, how do I maintain that I'm forgiven? How do I maintain that reality even when someone else is taking a healing journey that were caused by my actions at their own pace? I think it's not about waving the, well, I'm forgiven flag in their face because that's just mean and not kind and not Christ-like either, right? I think it's about knowing internally that you are not defined by what you've done. I still have to repair this relationship and yet I'm not defined by the rupture I caused. That is not who I am. That is not what I'm defined by. That is not the main marker of my identity. It is a product of my trauma and a reminder that there's some ways that I still need to heal, but it doesn't define me. And sometimes you got to say that a lot to yourself. I say that a lot to myself sometimes because I've said a, a couple choice words to people. I've gone off on people. I've done things that I'm not proud of. And I've had to say to myself, oh, I really messed up. I'm really sorry. And go to that person with humility I'm really sorry. I hurt you. I was completely wrong. Bring out these questions. What can I do to help you feel safe around me again? 
How can I contribute to your healing process? How do you want me to interact with you today? Ask those questions. That doesn't mean I don't forgive myself anymore. And you can be forgiven and know that you're forgiven and still have to endure and sit with the emotions that come up from somebody else being hurt from us. Two things can be true. Many things can be true. We oftentimes want forgiveness to feel like I do not feel any negative emotion attached to what I did. And that's just not real. It's not realistic. Our actions have consequences and we have no clue how long those consequences are going to affect other people. And that is a very hard truth that we all have to hold on to. Our actions affect people. We don't get to say how long it's going to affect people. And so we can move on emotionally, especially if this is a relationship. I'm assuming this is a like a deep, intimate relationship, uh, close friends, marital, with children. Um, if it's a deep, intimate relationship we want to maintain, we're just going to have to be okay with that and know that's part of the price, right? Um, and if it's a relationship we don't value, I think that it really is up to your discretion. Do I want to continue this relationship? I've said I'm sorry this person is going to have to go through their healing process at their pace because that's the most loving to them. We don't rush people in healing. And if you want that relationship or if they want that, if you both want relationship, then repair has to happen for that rupture. If you don't, it's your choice. Do you want to continue being around this person? Do you want to pour into them and help them heal? Do you want to be a part of the repair? Do you want to make amends? I think whether you want to, I think whether you want a relationship or not, I think all people should make amends. If you don't, if if you're in a place in a healthy way, obviously, by healthy way, I mean, if it's not an abusive relationship, if it's not a situation that is with someone who is harmful to your mental, emotional health, if we hurt somebody, we should make amends. We should say, I'm sorry I did that. Is there any way that I can help you feel better, safer, like I care? That's how we repair relationships. So I want to thank you so much for calling in and just sharing that. I think that that is a really powerful thing that you called in and shared such a vulnerable stance because, whoo, we don't like to talk about the reality that oftentimes if we don't, and even when we are healing our trauma, but oftentimes, even more oftentimes when we don't lean into the healing of our trauma, we become a reflection of the very thing that hurt us. When we have been hurt by abandonment, we find ourselves abandoning other people. When we've been hurt through betrayal, we find ourselves betraying other people and then validating it because we've experienced betrayal in the past, right? And I'm not saying that this is what this um, listener is saying, but I am saying I think it's really powerful for us to recognize that just because we're wounded doesn't mean we can't wound other people. Just because we're wounded does not mean we can't wound other people. My tongue is so tied today. So thank you guys for listening to that segment. I'm going to share something that I'm loving. I got this brand new chopper from Amazon. 
And I love fresh salads. I love to chop some tomatoes, some avocados, some cucumbers, some red onions, and just toss it all together and make a salad. But I hate chopping them with my hands because one, my hands for some reason just hold smell. If I chop an onion, you're going to smell it for days, no matter how many times I wash my hands with soap. So I love this chopper because it's just made prep for meals and prep for salads so easy. I'm going to put the link in my uh, show notes and yeah share with me one if that would be helpful to you if you would want a chopper and then two what you're loving this week all right you guys it's so great talking to you until the circle comes back around I'll talk to you guys later bye <laughs>